Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast to get you waffling about your mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks the journey. So join me each week as I open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today I'm joined by an incredible singer, songwriter, the legend that is Kevin Rudolph. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I'm excited about this. See, I have to explain because I feel like when I get like American guests on the show, I have to really over explain that there's not actually any food involved when it comes to like the waffles. Obviously in the UK, it's because we have like, you'll probably find out very soon that I talk a lot. <laughs> but I uh, tend to I, waffle on. Is it? Is, is, is a waffle, it's like a tea and biscuit type of afternoon tea type thing or a... Kind of. I feel like yeah. over there you have them with like maple syrup and yeah. like <laughs> bacon and stuff. Yeah. We had um we had Cool in the gang on um Robert Cool um and he was so disappointed. I must have had to explain it like three four times. <laughs> really? That there was no waffles involved. I mean, he was for one, he was on the other side of the world. But <laughs> yeah, you well, you should you could send a waffle in advance and then just you know we could. I'll eat it while, I, you know, we'll eat at the same time. Where have uh, you been for the past two years? That is a brilliant idea. I could yeah. have done, but... You know what? That actually be great for it, for it because... And then they'd have, like, a souvenir with, like, a special box, and they'd, <sighs> they'd you know, they'd have, like, some, some souvenir of being on it. And I'm sure you can find a local waffle shop for a delivery yeah. in, every, 
in every town where your guests are. Do you know what? Yeah. I thought I was coming on this for a nice, like, light-hearted chat with a legend. And now I've got a business. <laughs> this is going to be marketing tactics for you, I think. Thank you. Thank you. This is this this took a turn that I was not expecting. So <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you got it. You got it now. So I start each one of my shows with something called the weekly waffle it's something that's kind of really annoyed me that once I kind of get it off my chest it makes me feel a little bit better I mean it doesn't make me feel any better but that's what I try and tell myself once I've Mm -hmm. kind of moaned about it Mm -hmm. and what's been winding me up this week Kevin is the fact that when you get a notification on your phone and you kind of swipe up to get rid of it Mm -hmm. I've got quite chunky fingers (laughs) so I accidentally click on it and fine. now here. I've got like a, I've got, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Um, and I accidentally opened the message and I feel like then I have to reply to oh. the message. Boy, everyone knows everything these days, right? It's like, they know if you read it, they know if you sent something back, they know. Yeah. Yeah. It's just too much going on. Too much going it's on. It's like they can see me knowing the fact that I've just ignored the message. It's, it's it's frustrating. It was better back in the day with like the blackberries and stuff, and like you were like typing everything out. Yeah. And, you know, you yeah. I miss well, my old Nokia. Yeah. That's what I miss. Yeah. The Nokia. No. Nokia. No. Nokia. Yeah. <laughs> what kind well? of is exactly? And the flip. Remember how yeah. cool you were when you had like a flip phone. Oh yeah, those are great. Yeah. The Motorola Razor. That yes. was the best. Yeah, and like, and and, and, and you know, be, people weren't. You know, you didn't have like a million text messages coming through all day and you didn't have email on it. So you're just like, a message. I've received a message. <laughs> yes, yes message, I have. Everyone. I'm eating lunch right now, but I will certainly take a look at this message after I'm done eating now. It's like, okay, hold on. <laughs> and now I'm, I'm trying to ignore them whilst I'm eating my lunch. <laughs> I know, but it means you're popular, I think, right? I would so. do, you're full of compliments. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> I feel, I feel great. <laughs> Is there anything like that that kind of annoys you and gets on your nerves? I mean, I try not to go there, but, you know, well, a couple things. I'm kind of annoyed with that I live in Miami, and up until this pre-COVID situation, it was, like, real chill, and it's, like, kind of just, you know, everyone's floating along. It's like this, you know, there are, you know, parts of it which are partying and popular and touristy, but... It generally feels pretty chill. And ever since, like, even just last, within this past year, within, like, last March to this March, it's gotten, like, it's just crazy. It's just, (laughs) it's it's actually, it's bothering me. It's actually not a minor inconvenience. It's actually, it's bothering me because I feel like I'm, like, losing my special, you know, little, little nook in the world and it's getting too exposed. But... We're good. It'll be, you know, I think that's not for everybody. Some people will leave, you know, it's gotten really expensive in the last six months. Oh and, God, um, don't. The gas and electric prices here in the UK at the moment, Kevin. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Honestly, ridiculous. It has to, I think things have to level out though. It can't just like stay like that forever, you know, or can it? I don't know. Hopefully not. I think I think everyone's just making up as they go along at the moment. I mean, if you told me like two years ago we'd be like kind of in lockdown, not allowed to leave the house, to now yeah, like, right. <laughs> some people yeah. are still scared to leave that. It's, it's surreal. I know. I know. I'm just I'm like waiting for aliens to land, and then we just kind of like, you know, get my my little fishing boat and just be out there like 
I, all these people, it's amazing. There was like, yeah, you have to have uh, guns and gold and this and all the doomsday preppers and everything. And it's like, do you think like anyone's going to accept gold? Like if you're <laughs> fighting, like what you need is a fishing rod. And if you're by the water, obviously. Uh, yeah, that's absolutely what are you going to be bartering with like <laughs> barley and like rice? Like, 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 what, do you think like if the banks got shut down, it's like you're going to be you're going to be helped by anything other than a means to get food? But what do yeah, I, I just <laughs> I could sit here and rant about this all night because it's just, just but, it, but it's literally it's it's batshit crazy. It's generally it and even if aliens turned up now, I don't think any of us would even bat an eyelid. No. No, I'd be like, yeah, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's this is what this is life now. <laughs> right. Anyway, back anyway. to it. Like, I'm gonna throw this out here now because, and this series um, is, I don't know how I've managed to pull it off, but I'm kind of having a waffle with some of my favorite people who have sang my favorite songs because I'm a big believer in people having a kind of soundtrack to their lives. And I need to throw it out there, but Let It Rock was like the soundtrack to at least two summers of mine. So I've got so many incredible memories of like going out and like just knowing when that's when you hear that like first start to that (laughs) song, everyone's going to the dance floor. So I need to thank you for that. So it's yeah, even even now, to be fair, even now. That's so cool. That's so cool. I appreciate that. That's. That makes me feel good. You know, that's what that's that's why we do this. You want to feel like you're connecting and you want to feel like you're, you know, reaching people. So that's that's a great compliment. Thank you for that. You are very welcome. Um, But I'm going to kind of go back a little bit here because I, I find it so interesting when I have like a music guest on the show. How did it start? Like, because I, I, I mean, I've tried to sing. It doesn't work. So was there a moment like... Been. It's very powerful. Well, to be fair, to be fair, I'm speaking to the right guy. Many, I feel many, like you'd help me out here. These days, that will that will help you with your singing. You know what? I've got a new you marketing could have a career. Teacher, or you could get these free plugins and just do it right now. You know what? Sack this interview off. Let's make a song. That's what we'll do. Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll make a song and a waffle. A Say waffle this. I feel like we've just got a whole brand new. I mean, I. I'm, if only I knew, like, an incredible producer, singer, songwriter. Who... <laughs> I'm sure we can make you sound just fine. Amazing. But back to you. When did that start? Like, was there a song that you heard, like, that kind of, like, kick-started, like, your like, interest in music? Or, you know, did you watch, like, a performance? Like, what, what, how did it start for you? Yeah, my, my mom was a singer and um she was she was like in clubs in new york and in you know in the 80s 90s and and she was you know she was doing her thing she'd a band and she would you know try being a solo artist and different styles of music so i watched that whole process but i think what 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 you know she had a you know a record turntable actual real record player and she had so (laughs) so many great 80s so much great, you know, from like every, it was like Cyndi Lauper and Pat Benatar and Van Halen and Led Zeppelin and the Beatles and the Stones and and Jimi Hendrix and Eric Clapton. It was like every, you know, everything, a lot of 80s, but also a lot of, a, a lot of, you know, classic 60s, 70s yeah. music. And, and, and I would just go through those records and, and listen and absorb it. And then I think at the time, 
you know, I think you sort of want to not do what your parents are doing. So I was like, I, I, I don't like music, you know, I was like, I don't even like music, you know, and I'm like seven, you know. And, but I think by the time I was about 11 or 12, I, I remember I was in a guitar store uh, with my grandfather and it was like, he was sort of like the source of like a lot of, um, you know, if I wanted to, you know, I would play the piano, you know, get me a piano. He was sort of the, the, the financial uh, yeah. resource for my family in terms of just like, hey, you know, if I want something, I better go, you know, kind of like that direction a little bit. And, um, and we saw a black electric guitar and it was just like, you know, probably a cheap, you know, whatever, generic black guitar. And I just saw it and I was like, yeah, I, want I need that. that. And, <laughs> yeah, we need that right now. And, uh, and my vision of it was I was just going to jump around in front of the mirror. I wasn't planning on like playing it, you know. And he's, he looks at me, he's like, look, I, I got you. I got your keyboard. I got you. Then, you know, you have to take lessons. Like um, you, you can only get this if you t commit to lessons. All right. And, um, and so I said, okay, all right, I'll do it. I'll take lessons. And I took lessons. And then like anything else, you know, you take to it or you don't. And it's hard in the beginning because your fingers don't fit and your nails are too long. You know, I'm cutting my nails. <laughs> I remember I was like, he's like, your nails are way too long. And I was like, well, I'm 11 years old. I don't really, I'm not really getting like. It's not really on the top of the priority list, is it? <laughs> right, right. You know, so, um, yeah, so, so I started, but you know, after about like four or five months, I was learning songs and you got a sense of like, okay, I can do this. And, and I think it just, you get bit by the bug, you know, or at least I did. And like, you start, yeah. you know, I watch TV, like that's all I did as a kid was watch television. Like I didn't do anything but watch television and play guitar to the television. So I was learning like the Growing Pains, like theme song. Wow. And I was like, <laughs> I was like excited by that stuff like that. You know, I was playing along with like family ties and whatever. So, so that's what I would do. And then, and then the radio and music, uh, um, uh, you know, um, MTV, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And that's how I, that's how I kind of taught myself along with the lessons. That, that honestly find it so interesting because I feel like everyone has like, a real different path but what are and they're always like, less they're always less cool than what they tell you, you yeah know? it's just always boring like, yeah just there, <laughs> and like hendrix just comes on stage and you're really just like yeah i was watching family ties and i want to learn yeah. how to <laughs> i'm sat there watching eastenders and i thought joe what i can play right, that on yeah, the side of your road. right right <laughs> yeah. those songs are very heavily impressed people don't realize the influence those have in music pop culture is like tv show theme songs back in the day but you can hear it sometimes. Like there's a, do, do you know what I have? And I don't know if you have it over in America. Do you know? Do you have Arthur? Arthur the movie? No, like the Aardvark. It was like it was like a cartoon Aardvark. It had the best theme tune. Sorry, it's a dog barking. I don't know where. That <laughs> uh, the Aardvark. No, no. Do you know what? I'm going to send it you after this recording, and I, I guarantee it will put a smile on your face. It was an absolute okay. banger. Right, I loved it. Let's go. Me and my friends still see it, sing it now, and it's like we're, we're 30. <laughs> it's made End that it. much of an impression. <laughs> All right, cool. So with that, like, to be honest, when I'm having these conversations with, um, obviously, like, musicians, and they, there seems to be, like, an underlying kind of theme, like, with, like, family when it comes to kind of, like, the music and the records and stuff like that. Like, was that the kind of music that was playing like when you were growing up, like like the Beatles, Hendrix, like, so would you say that kind of like influenced your sound or was it kind of, well, like where yeah. did that sound come from? I think, 
you know, influences are, you know, I think they're, they, they're, they're times when, when you went, at least for myself, where I pulled from different um, pockets of, or, or genres, you know, I remember when I was like 14 and I was really into guitar, I only would listen to guitar music. So yes, yeah. of course, I was listening to like anything. If it didn't have guitar, I was like, it's not music, it doesn't have guitar. You know, <laughs> by the time I was 16, I was really into songwriting because I felt like I, I wanted to take it a step further. I didn't want to just yeah. be a guitar player. It was like, all right, well, everyone's great at guitar. You know, I want to be able to do more. And so I was in a phase where I was listening to maybe more of the Beatles stuff, but I was also very into like Peter Gabriel a lot and the police and Sting and, and that kind of stuff um, that I think I connected with that because I never felt like I was like a sort of regular singer in the way yeah. that like, I was never going to be Mariah Carey, like with the six octave range. And <laughs> I was never going to be Sinatra and I was never going to be, I always felt like the two people that I liked vocally the best were, it was like somewhere I wanted to be somewhere between like Sting, Peter Gabriel and like Johnny Lydon or Rob. Yeah. Depending on, oh, the, sex depending on the era of sex pistols. Yeah. Like I wanted to be like, I felt like I could, I wanted to scream, but I wanted to be like melodic and, and just like with a straight pure tone like that. So that's what, the, that's what I was thinking about songwriting wise and I could sing those songs you know they made sense to me and you too also very much because like mm -hmm. I liked I, I loved I, I just loved always like big cinematic um like world music and I don't mean just like world as in world you know like that but I mean yeah you know global global music is the word you yeah know, I, I always wanted the I, I always had that vision. I wanted to make something that the world would would sing, and I still feel it's that quite way. like anthemic. It's anthemic, anthemic, anthemic yeah. kind of like an anthemic. And I think that's what I would definitely describe, kind of like your songs as, because when like every time, like even today, when I was like, oh, my mate was like, what are you doing tonight? I was like, oh, I've got a recording, like with Kevin Rudolph, and he was like, oh my, he was like what an anthem so it's like those words are like being associated like so with cool. kind of yeah. like well your, i think like, it all music. goes back you know i think i think i think it goes back to that time it was that i wanted to i remember oh god i remember one time my mom used to play from uh, the rocky movie the survivor song eye of the tiger you know? <laughs> and that was it was funny though because only looking back now having had you know put out certain kinds of music and and also seeing what what does connect with the world because I, I have put out a lot of different kinds of records and sometimes I think it's such a great song and it doesn't connect or or vice versa but yeah I remember it was like the pump up songs I always wanted to I always wanted to make feel people feel powerful and there's you know there's so many love songs and there's so many you know songs to cry to or break up to or have your first kiss to or whatever break up to whatever it is. But I, I, I loved the songs as a kid that made me feel tough, you know, that made yeah. me feel empowered and strong because I think you need that as a, as a young person. You need that feeling of power in your life because the world is trying to control you a little bit yeah. or make you go in a certain direction. And so a lot of times the music that you're, that you're, you're wanting to connect with is something that makes you feel like, no, I'm, I'm, this is my life and I'm in control. Do you know what? It's really weird that you say that. And like, and I, again, I'm going to say, because I absolutely love having these kind of conversations with the people who've made this kind of music that I listen to, but there's so many playlists that I've had, like that I listen to in the gym, that like numerous songs of yours have been a part of, because it makes me feel like 
it gives me that kind of sense of like, yeah, I can kind of, I can do anything. So it's really weird hearing you kind of like explain it in a way that actually, I mean, I've never met you, obviously I've only listened to your music, but now having this chat, I'm like, oh, okay, now it makes sense. <laughs> now, yeah. now I get yeah. it even more. It's surreal. No, it, it's cool to talk about for me because uh, as an artist, I, I go in every direction. I mean, if you, if you were here in Miami, you'd come here at like 10 AM and you'd be hearing me work on like, you know, who the hell, like something that you'd never think I would do. And then yeah. by, and you came back 12 hours later, I'd be working on something else. I mean, sometimes it's just like, I can't even describe what's, what directions I go into. Actually, it's probably the thing that slows me down the most is I'll get really excited. I'll be like, woke up at four o'clock in the morning and I'm doing this thing that sounds like, I don't know, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, what was I was <laughs> not, not Pink Moon, Pink Moon. Oh, what is in uh, Pink Floyd? No, the no. the song Pink Moon. Nick, not Nick Cave. British, sixties folk singer. Oh, don't embarrass me now. Don't come on here. No. Anyway, <laughs> I should know this. I should it know. Like, it sounded like him, and I thought, okay. And then I woke up, and then like five hours later, I was doing something that sounds like. I don't know. It was like this, like, sounded like this little, like, house music calypso thing that you'd hear, wow. like, in a, you know, at four o'clock in the morning in, in, I don't know, Miami. Yeah. Uh, and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then by, like, I, I, I just love to do stuff. It's just fun. So, anyway, back to what I was saying is it, it helps me also to clarify talking about it because those are the songs that I do that often really do connect, are those yeah. ones that are straight down the middle of that, that, you know empowerment because that's what i feel the strongest about when i do no it's, it's incredible to hear and to that i kind of want to like dive into that a little bit like because especially when it comes to music like it's my biggest coping mechanism like whether i'm like angry sad happy whatever it is like there's a there's a song for that for someone who creates these kind of songs like when you're kind of going through it or when you're whether you're like in a good mood or whether you're in a bad mood or there's something heavy going on do you, does that kind of spark things with you like is that because obviously we know like obviously over here we've got like the Adele and like obviously she pours her heart out when she goes through like a, a breakup yeah. or something like that like do you find it like on very different levels that anything like that can kind of spark a song or a melody or something yeah absolutely I Sometimes it's the opposite though. Sometimes if I'm feeling sad or, or, or it's like, I'll do something really, I won't do something dark to reflect the sadness. I'll do something yeah. very pretty. Like sometimes if I'm feeling like really sad, I'm not gonna go, you know, I'll probably just do like, that sounds like no one I'm feeling like yeah it's all gonna be okay yeah if I'm it's the other way around that I'll do something if I'm in like a that was brilliant <laughs> did you, you just know what I'm goosebumps. saying it's funny though because it's like the other way around sometimes if like you're feeling good you're just like you do something like, nah, 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 nah. you know what I mean you just you get it's it's opposites I feel yeah. like you, you use the music to help whatever, to either soothe yourself or express yourself. That is brilliant. 
absolutely but brilliant way to look me. at it. That's not everybody. Some people yeah. just want to get it out. Yeah, to be because I to be honest, I used to do that. I used to like when I was in a bad mood, I used to like put good song like happy songs on like or like dance songs to kind of get me yeah. out of like kind of like the mood or anything yeah. but then what I found was happening was those like really happy like bouncy pop songs were then starting to remind me of like <laughs> right right like the bad times so now I've kind of gone back to I'm in this kind of thing of like well actually if I'm feeling sad I'm going to lean into that emotion and just kind of get it out my system kind of thing so yeah so it's a real but everyone like yeah <laughs> is it like does the leaning in work that's what i always wonder about emotionally you know if i feel bad long enough will it go away <laughs> i just sometimes like to sit at the window when it's raining with a sad song yeah. on pretending i'm in the music video I know, I know. <laughs> we've all done it we've all done it um with that kind of being said like with the music kind of thing obviously we talk about kind of like mental health and coping mechanisms on the show quite a lot when things do get a little heavy for you, do you have any other kind of like coping mechanisms that aren't music that you kind of turn to to kind of get you back to where you need to be? Just, just mostly waffles. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm soundbiting uh, that. I'm soundbiting oh, that oh, and I'm oh, going to use that. <laughs> uh, I felt, um, let's see. I think we learn how to soothe ourselves in certain ways at different ages. Like I know things that work for me, you know, Yeah. like one could be again, making something really fucking pretty. I'm thinking about just doing a whole album of that stuff. Cause it's like, I played people like, yeah, that's nice. But I'm like, no, it's great. You just, you don't get it. It's just like, and I could do it really fast too. You know, yeah. just like really, all really pretty stuff. Like I'd be thrilled if I heard that on the radio, I'd be like, wow, the world's a good wholesome place again. This is what um, it needs, Kevin. Hmm? <laughs> this is what it needs right now. Maybe it is. I don't know. I always feel, sorry, this is a little off. I'm not avoiding the question, but uh, you're I will say, I will <laughs> say, I think musically, movie, just culturally, I think things that are, are darker, more negative, more angry, more sad, seem to succeed more at least they do for me you know because a couple of times i've tried to really like oh you know what I'm done i'm just gonna make this song and everyone's gonna like do the kumbaya like you know clap their hands and it's great and people are like is that what you want to be now and i was like i remember i, I was at universal at the time and i was like, playing in the song i did a song called here's to us like that and i was like i just finally want to just be my you know i want to do something really nice for the world yeah. like, nice for the world but you know what i'm saying like that kind of song <laughs> He's like, that's great, Kevin. That's great. Is, is that is that who you are now? I was like, I'm the same fucking person. What do you mean? Was that who I am now? Like, just a song. Can't people make different things? Do I tell you to eat only Chinese food or only this or only that? I make different things. That's it, you know. But I like that. Really, it, it wouldn't really. Some people are like. Some people say things like artists. They're like, I'm. So, I'm really diverse, man. And it's like. Your diverse, your your diverseness is like one notch to the left or one notch to the right. Like I'll really be like making some something completely else. You know what I mean? Like as in just has nothing to do with it. But back to your question, that was we we took a little side. It's all right. It's the purpose um, of the show. I, I do like I do like sometimes I just like turning on a microphone and just like singing into it and and with a acoustic guitar like that that makes me feel yeah. better. Sometimes I watch 
like foreign movies and look like French movies or Italian movies because there's something about the, the another culture, another reality. Yeah. And also the way those movies are slowed down, they slow your brain down. So you're not watching like a movie like you're okay, uh-huh, like you're in a different, it puts you in a different rhythm. So, so and it'll just take me to a place and it's like, and then I'll think to myself, I just leave it all behind and like live yeah. in, you know, the mountains of uh, Tuscany or something. <laughs> Too much. No, but um it's a kind of like an that, escape though, isn't it? Because you are having to concentrate yeah. whether it's like subtitles or, you know, what's going on and stuff like that. So no, I, I'd agree with that. Like mine's Lego. When things really? get a bit much, like I turn to, cause I, there's like, I know for a fact in that next hour, all I'm going to be focusing on is on like these little bricks. Like every, the world crazy, starts though, f- falling to part. If it yeah. works, it works. That's a, that's great. You know? And, 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 you know, I have a seven-year-old son and, and playing with him can do that too. I mean, it's yeah. he goes skateboarding and like, he'll just, he'll get you out of your head in a second, you know, like, especially if you have like a fun activity that, you know, to yeah. share, you do like, like that, um, like that'll get me out of it too, you know, r- really and just, you know, the family love and, and like that, that also is, can be like that. But I think it's also good to, to 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 have it you know if you can make some art out of it too is you know yeah bonus that's why i, I, I keep saying this i sound like an absolute i nearly swore i can't answer it it's my show i sound like a fucking parrot because i'm like i love having these conversations for that right, exactly for this for that reason because this whole podcast wouldn't have existed if i hadn't gone through like a real horrible painful thing so i love kind of having these kind of conversations with people whether it's a really happy moment or whether it's a sad moment have created something from that kind of like raw emotion yeah it's it's, i hate using this word but it's very inspiring i can't I, i hate to say it but it's like i almost can't do my best work if it's not as a reaction to something you need, yeah. you need something because you have to dig so deep to do it. You know, I could make stuff all day, but there's something about when you have a pivotal event and then you're just like, Nope, I'm doing yeah. this now. Do you know what? This actually leads me very, very nicely onto what I want to talk to you about. And I obviously I've been a fan of yours for, from, when from Letty Rock, obviously I know there was music before that, but that's when I really kind of like your voice really kind of captured me. And it was recently I was kind of, I think I was randomly searching for, I think I was doing like a, a, a playlist of like a throwback Thursday playlist. And then I noticed that one of your songs, recent songs was obviously Live Your Life. And I heard it and straight away I was like, yeah, I needed to hear that because there are so many lyrics in that song that are very much like, no one's going to do this for you. Like you're going to have to like, kind of like put in the work. And like when I heard it again, and it's really weird, especially kind of the conversation we've just had about like that kind of like empowerment, like you want people to feel powerful when they listen to your songs. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt when I listened to that. Cause I was like, one, I was like, I hadn't heard your voice for a while. I was like, yes, like kind of feeling. And then it was like, yeah. Like, if you want something, you're going to have to work for it. Like, you know, there is no yeah. one kind of like, you're, you're kind of, an, you're half out unstoppable. It's a great, it's a great realization. You know, I think we, we've all had times, I think we're in this weird time in culture where it's sort of the message is like, hey, all I have to do is invest $10 in this and you're going to be a millionaire. And oh. you know, all I have to do is get that. And these three life hacks will teach you how to lose weight. <laughs> and also you'll learn to play guitar in five minutes. And also 
you're going to have $10 million in your bank account tomorrow, all, and then you can just sit in a yacht and get fat. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, that sounds great. Thanks a lot. Sign me up for that, you know? But that's just not how things work. And if they did work that way, it'd be hugely unsatisfying. And, and maybe there are people that are born into that. I'm sure there's tons of them, actually. There are. Yeah. But, but um, I think there's nothing, th th there's nothing more empowering knowing that you're just going to do it and you're going to keep doing it until it happens. And that's just what's going to happen. You know, it's not easy, but it's simple. Do you know what, though, is absolutely brilliant advice. And I know there's a lot of people that kind of listen to this show that they have like these key kind of like moments of like self-doubt or like, oh, I don't know. Where I mean, we all have it. We all have that kind of inner critic. Had, that's like today, earlier, <laughs> tomorrow, yesterday. You know what I mean? We all have it. It's normal. So, Like, I'm going to I'm going to ask you like for a little bit of advice then, because obviously, well, for one, for anyone listening to this, you need to go and listen to obviously live your life because it will it will do that for you. But in your words, like if someone is going through that kind of self-doubt kind of like cycle, like what would you advise to like kind of get them out of it? It's very easy and very hard. All you have to do is take action. Do the most immediate thing that you can think of to move yourself forward and then do the next immediate thing. I'm going through it myself, you know? I, I was feeling like a little bit kind of like I couldn't get a footing career-wise or you know, direction wise and a lot of stuff. I, I think I mentioned you in the email, my dad passed away, yeah. you know, arrest some things around that. And, and I, I began like sort of feeling like I need to, I need to do this. Like I need to get, I don't know what was just stirring in me. Like I got to get going. Like, and it's hard because I didn't really, a lot of self-doubt layers of self-doubt that from, from, you know, years and, you know, just because you have some hit records doesn't mean you're not like a human being, you know, you, yeah. sometimes it makes it worse. Sometimes, sometimes success can make it like worse. You think it's going to like, Oh, I'm good now. Like I already been up the chart. It doesn't work like that at all. Yeah. Um, it actually can amplify some things. So I just felt like I got to push through. Like I've just got to sit here until I make something that I like and then keep doing that and keep doing that and pick up the phone and get in, get, things going and if even if that's just calling a friend to say i made this today and then calling them tomorrow i made this today and then doing it the next thing find whatever is the next actionable step and i believe in manifesting visualization affirmations i think those are very powerful but they have to be done with what you're doing because your your body won't believe the action you're taking with the the change until you yeah. take the action so I think, and, it, and I think it's just staying with it and it's fucking hard. It is hard to do every day. It's hard to do when you don't feel like it. It's hard for me to sit down and like work on some music. And, you know, six months ago, I'd have been like, nah, I'm not really inspired. I'm gonna go eat lunch. Now I'm like, fuck that. I need to do this. I need to do this for myself. I need to make this happen. And many of the songs that I, I've done that are successful were done when I didn't feel like doing it. There's something about your brain. It's just like, it's at war with itself. But when you yeah. can do something, whether it's go to the gym to get in shape or eat right or whatever career path success, it's just doing it. Just do the next thing and then do the next thing and do the next thing and don't stop. And that's it. And you will feel like stopping. So don't. I'm going to clap. <laughs> Honestly, it's, it, it's incredible advice. And I think... I say it all the time on the show, but you can do anything in this life. Yeah. 
but the one thing you can't do is give up. And I think this is yeah. exactly the message that I just took from what you've just said, because like we can't give up. You've, you've got to keep going. Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to get something off the ground. You know, you're not going to have anybody helping you. You're not going to have any. It, it's, it's hard because it looks like nothing is happening for so long. Yeah. And then one day everything changes. But it takes no. a long time to get to that day. You know, sometimes, especially even with something like a podcast or a music career or a movie career or a company you're starting, it's it's very um, it's very discouraging for a long time. But you just have to just say, I'm going to keep doing it. And that's what I'm doing. That's it. I love it. I absolutely love it. I feel like I'm hearing this at exactly the time that I need to hear it as well. <laughs> you're absolutely I'm not going to stop. I listen, I was I was probably like off the horse for a while where I was like I don't know, I don't know. The world wants me to do this or no one cares or no one cares about me anymore. Or, I don't care if they don't care. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they care. They didn't care before. They didn't care between. They <laughs> care. They don't like that's just not part of the equation. Yeah. You know, like, it doesn't matter if people care. It only matters if you're doing it. And then show the world if you that if that means social media or just sending it to a friend if you can get one I think one accountable one friend who's sort of your you make yourself accountable to in your journey someone who you know not just anyone not someone who wants to cut you down yeah. someone who really if you just say hey I did this podcast check this out hey I got this song check this out hey uh, here's the new picture of me and my spandex da 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 from the gym whatever <laughs> check it out. Hey, this is this is you know this is what I ate today. I didn't eat the I didn't eat the cake. I ate the salad. This is what the here's a picture of my salad. That's helpful. I feel like I'm gonna like soundbite all of this, and I'm gonna set you like, as my alarm tone in the morning. <laughs> Put you the cake down. Alarm clock now available for nine ninety nine. I feel like this this podcast is as much as I'm talking to myself too. I'm not. As it, <laughs> You know, I'm talking to myself, and you know, and, you, and it's also catching me at a time where I felt like I needed to make a shift. Yeah. So, so I may, I may, we may be talking, we may have been talking about something else three months ago or six months ago, but now this is where I'm at. So, no, I, I generally, I'm a big believer in like you have these kind of conversations when you're supposed to have them. So I feel like, but they're definitely the vibe that I'm getting anyway. That I feel like you need to kind of hear this kind of stuff back yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. To be honest, I've, I've got like the biggest smile on my face. So it kind of leads me nicely into what I'm going to kind of say next. But I'm very fortunate that this kind of conversation is happening. And obviously like this little bit of a, like a collaboration in creative people. You have collaborated with some of the most incredible people. You know, the likes of like Little Wayne, Timberland, Jay Sean, and my personal favorite, Natasha Bedenfield. Yeah, she's cool. Huge Natasha fan. She's constantly ignoring my emails, so a little bit annoyed. But oh, really? Still, yeah, still love her. Still oh. love her. It will happen one day. Send I'm not going to stop until. Yeah, that's you what I'm doing. Waffle. Send her a waffle every day until I get. I don't know. That sounds a bit weird. I'll cut this bit out because it makes me sound every a little bit. She's like, yeah, yeah, never go on his show again. Um. <laughs> But they have made some of like my absolute 
favorite music that I kind of dance to, that I kind of like feel to, as of yourself. But what I want to know is, obviously, you live in Miami. It's kind of like a party central. What song needs to be playing to get Kevin Rudolph on the dance floor? Uh, you know what would always do it for me? Um, uh, public service announcement, Jay-Z. Allow me to read. That comes on, like, I'll be like, mm-hmm, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm just, <laughs> Time to know. go. <laughs> but when that comes on, I'm like, H to the O-V. I used to move whole flakes by the O-V. I'm like, okay, let's go. Oh. That, 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 that's, that, that, that'll move me. Do you know, I think that's one of the best pump answers. Pump that's, that's one of the best pump answers pump I've been given. Yeah, or or you know what? You know what would do it for me is like a feel-good, like like a Kanye good life. Kanye West good <sighs> life, you know? That that would do it. You know, That's one of my favorite albums. Real feel-good real feel stuff, but mm. yeah, stuff like that. Stuff like that. Though Not like those two in particular would do it for me. Yeah. Do mm. you know what? I think they're my favorite answers that I've been given to that question. Yeah, a lot of them go to like '90s, like cheesy, like dance kind of music. So that's yeah, I'd agree I with take, you. Though. I would also take, you know what I would take? I would take L Cool J around around the way, girl, too. You know, you got me shook up, shook up, shook up. Oh, you love me, you know. I think you just make a playlist. Just make a <laughs> playlist because I'm having a great time. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and this is just a this is just inspiring. <laughs> yeah, you, you can you can manage all my my affairs then. Thank you, thank you. That's that's all I wanted. I'm just I'm glad. My, I'm glad. Oh, <laughs> love it. So on the flip side of that, what song? Well, to be fair, if there there might not even be one, but can you remember the first song that kind of made you feel something, whether it was happy, sad, like can you can you remember what it was in life? Yeah, I would say easily Van Halen jump. Was not expecting that. Yeah. Like the, the, the one that I remember because I when when that like that record used to play she, my mom had the you know the 45 bit or whatever yeah. or album or whatever it was. I used to like I used to just want to jump. So that's to me like that's the earliest if a song can make you actually move like that, like get up and yeah. jump, because that was that's what they were saying. <laughs> like that is you're causing a physical reaction. So yeah, that that was that was definitely the first song that made me move, like made an impression like that. I like that anthem as well. As again, as soon as you start, you, as soon as you hear that first few things, yeah. you're like, yep, jump, time to jump. <laughs> Yep. So what's coming next? Because obviously I see like on your Instagram and stuff like that, like you, you can see you jamming away in like the studio and stuff. Like, can we like expect, is there an album coming, an EP? Like what, what's what's the plan? I have, the, the plan is I have uh, a few records. Well, so we, records, we call songs. We call yeah. them records here in a little bit. Um, I'm putting out a couple in the next uh, couple weeks. Well, one in about two weeks, and then I'll just follow it with that and follow it with that. Um, every few weeks, I want to be putting out music. Again, you're catching me at a time which is good, like where I'm like now. I'm like, let's go, you know. And I was kind of yes. 
honest with you and honest with myself, I was, I was sort of floundering a little bit. I was sort of, I think, letting fear and ego and, and confusion just sort of, it's not that I wasn't making music, but I was just sort of wandering around with, yeah. it. I go here and no, over here is better. And so I'm, I'm putting out new music and all I can say is it's just gonna be whatever I'm doing at that time. I, I make no promises as far as like any particular style or anything. Um, but I'm going to be doing it consistently enough where um, I think it's going to be something cool, you know, and, and I'm, yes. I'm, I'm, I think we're all just like experimenting anyway. I'm not, it's not some finished album that needs ready to be released. Yeah. Um, I'm also sending a lot of stuff to Wayne again for, for his next project. Um, a lot of beats, a lot of, a lot Amazing. of things like that. And I'm just putting myself on my own work schedule to just crank every day and and this really only started to be honest with you about three weeks ago wow so and it's a lot of again stuff relating back to you know yeah um what we were talking about before but i i just felt the need that just something rose up in me where i was like i've got to go i can't i've got I cannot do this anymore where i'm like you know trying to figure it out yeah like, do it so um, I'm working every day and I'm, I'm trying to finish something every day, every other day and make as much music as I can. And whether that happens independently or a label or ends up being for another artist or a feature or a beat or a hook or a soundtrack, I'm just saying that's not my job anymore because yeah. I got caught up in that kind of industry. You get caught up in that stuff like, well, you know, yeah. I think I can this if it's not for It's like, dude, I don't care anymore. I just want to, I just want to be working. Yeah. I just want to be focused. I just want to make stuff that I feel is good or even good enough to put and out. And doing something that you genuinely, well, one, that you're genuinely really good at, but two, you're quite clearly, like, you love doing this. I do. So, I do. and it puts a smile on your face, so there is no reason why you shouldn't be doing it. So I'm no. going to be on your case now. I, literally, I love I'm gonna, like, will you, will you, um, Yeah, please. I, I need, I, I, I love that. I, I love that. I love the energy and the excitement. And, you know, I'll, I'll root for you. You root for me. And, We'll, we'll we do go. it. I, I was listening to um, Andre 3000 on, have you heard that on Rick Rubin's, um, uh, pod, what is yeah. it called? Broken Record, I think it's called, from Outcast, Andre 3000. And, you know, I'm such a big fan of his and Outcast. And he's talking about his creative process and where he's at. And you could, I, I felt so, like, I understood what he was saying. It's like this, comfort mixed with fear mixed with you don't know where you fit in anymore and yeah. all that stuff going on in him and i'm like and he's like i don't even know if i'm good anymore i'm like dude you're fucking better than everybody <laughs> you like you could just do nothing and be better than anything that i've heard recently but you know um but i couldn't believe he was feeling that way and and then i, I and i was also relating to it and thinking, well, I'm, am I doing that? Am I in this sort of place? But you know of what? The, this is what is so beautiful about having these kind of conversations. Because, I mean, like, I'm not from, like, that kind of, like, music world at all. So the fact that someone, like, one of your peers is kind of ex talking about things that you're genuinely feeling, like, I think it just proves that regardless of where you're from in the world, whatever you do as a career, like, we're all feeling, like, these very human emotions. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's honestly, I think it's an incredible thing. Like, it, and again, it comes down to just by having that simple conversation. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, I, I realized that I, I'm going to work through it. And that's what I'm, that's, that's my way through. I'm going to work through. Uh, I make no promises that I'm going to have the, the, the greatest song in the world every yeah. time. It may be a lot of like left, you know, U-turns and left turns and right turns and things you wouldn't expect or would expect but I'm just going to commit to do it and take it or leave it. And that's what I'm going to do. Cause no one's going to do it for you. I want to be on your case now. And, and, <laughs> and, and I don't care if like, it's not about, you know, you get caught, especially when you have a hit record, you're like, well, yeah. like this one much. Oh no, that's cool. But it's not as, this, as fast as this or slow as this as good as, it. and it's just like, you, you could drive yourself crazy. So yeah. this is what I do, this is what I'm doing. And here you go. That's it. No, I love it absolutely love it you've you have genuinely took me by surprise today like i i genuinely thought like it was i knew it was going to be a good conversation but i did not think i was going to connect with you on this like kind of level that i have like especially from like an accountability point of view like getting out of your funk like kind of you know pushing yourself out like out there regardless of like how you're feeling and keeping going like i was supposed to have this conversation today so Thank you. Me too. For that. Me too. I had a, I had, I had to tell you, I had a really good feeling about this. I had a really good feeling that this was going to be a good one. Thank you. Well, we're best friends now, so yeah. I'll be sending waffles through the post. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be really cheeky, but do you reckon you could like play a little something to like round off the show? Like what? Like, like? I like, don't know. I mean preferably if you could do like a little something of like let it rock i mean my one of my favorite songs of all time but there is absolutely no pressure whatsoever just to kind of play the show out all right in tune tune it up genuinely one of the fucking highlights of this whole process thank you so much for joining me thank you for having me man it was fun 
You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Huge thank you to my brilliant guest this week, the incredible Kevin Rudolph. Make sure you check out his latest songs on Spotify. As always, hit subscribe and I'll see you next week. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.